off the ball. You're not as interested in things that aren't at top, top level. But tell me this wouldn't be amazing. Last day of the season and nine teams could go down. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. The Club Championship Show on OTB in partnership with AIB. Proud sponsors of the Football Hurling and Camogie All-Ireland Club Championships. Hashtag the toughest. I'm delighted to be joined by Siobhan McGrath of Sarsfield Camogie Club in Galway, who's been crowned the AIB Camogie Club Championship Player of the Year for the 21-22 season. McGrath is one of 30 of the hashtag toughest players who will be honoured at the AIB Camogie Club Player Awards at Crow Park this evening, where both the 2021-22 and 22-23 AIB Camogie Club Teams of the Year, Provincial Players of the Year and Players of the Year will be recognised. Siobhan, you're very welcome to the show. Thanks, Millen. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, so just tell us a bit about your journey so far. Um, how does it feel to be the player of the year? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a huge honour. Um, and I think it's a, it's a good reflection of where our club are at the minute, you know. Um, we won back to back there um, just just in December. Uh, we won the first one in March and then won the second one in December. So it's, it's, it's a nice reflection, I suppose, of where we are as a team and as a club. Are you looking forward to the awards tonight? I imagine they're a lot more fun than sitting here talking to me. Yeah, exactly. Um, they, they will be. They will be nice. Like um, it's not often you get to get to these events um, with your club, especially like you know. Um, so it's great, and there'll be there'll be a gang of us um, from the club up there as well. So it's it's nice. Um, I suppose it's a nice way to kind of finish off um, what was a really successful season for us. And we all have these ideas of the images of, you know, the intercounty player being lauded every year with the big All-Star Awards and stuff like that. So how important is it to have these kinds of nights to celebrate the achievements of club players as well? Yeah, that's exactly it. Like it, it's it's such a it's such good recognition for the club player. Um, do you know, at this level, um, at this club competition, like it, it takes a lot to get get here for all these all the players that are going to be um acknowledged tonight um so it's it's lovely because as you said you know you're used to I suppose intercounty players having a lot of different um functions and stuff so it's it's credit to AIB for sponsoring these sort of events for the club player and I suppose one of the most interesting aspects from the outside looking in is seeing all these players who would have you know come up against each other and been opponents on the field kind of mixing and rubbing shoulders with each other as well uh, do you find all that competitiveness goes away on a night like tonight or is, is there still a bit of spite there no, um, they de- it definitely kind of goes out the window. To be honest, I think um, at this level, anyway, I think everyone's able to to leave it on the pitch. And I know from our own point of view, from Sarsfields, is that we've we've played a lot of close matches at um, at the All Ireland series against all all these different teams. Um, but it's always been a respectful um, respectful manner, and I don't think it's ever kind of got over the edge or anything. So, um, no, it's, it's, it's nice because it's, it's not every day that you get to, I suppose, talk to players from other, other counties and other clubs. So it's, it's, it's a nice event to be at. And how important is it to kind of get the experiences of other players and, you know, maybe even subconsciously kind of pick up little tips and, and tricks that you can use against them maybe later in the year? Yeah, um, I suppose it's, that's, you're always kind of learning. And I suppose I even know that from being in college with girls from different counties and stuff, you suppose when you're when you spend a good bit of time with them, you'll kind of learn different things that they do and how they might prepare for games or you know different things like that. So I suppose you always kind of pick up something from from players from different counties and stuff. So it's it's interesting, yeah. And do you have any heroes that you've met on a night like tonight and kind of taken anything specifically from them? Um, 
I suppose I haven't really, um, I can't really think of one now, but I suppose it's, you know, with all the stars and stuff, it's it's always nice um, talking to players from counties, like, and players that you would have probably looked at, looked up to and stuff before you would have um, played yourself at adult level. So I don't know if there's one uh, specific person, but it, it is nice kind of being able to, to talk to these sort of people. And you, of course, have the added bonus as well of some sibling rivalries at this kind of event. So uh, plenty of medals coming home to the McGrath household. Are you just going to tell me that you're happy for your sisters on that occasion? Or is there a bit more kind of, I want to show off my medals too? <laughs> no, in fairness, uh, we'd always be um, delighted for each other. Uh, I don't think, of course, there's rivalry, rivalry but um, no, we'd never, we'd always be happy for one another in fairness because you're only pushing each other on then um, to do better. And that's the same with everyone in the club. Like we're, and within our team, we're always kind of trying to push each other, I suppose, to the next level. And your father there as well. Is he able to keep you on the ground at events like this? Oh, he definitely is, yeah. I don't think there's any fear of of um, us getting too big for our boots anyway with him around. But um, no, yeah, sure. In fairness, we were very conscious of the fact that we might be up here, but there's about 10 girls at home that could be easily coming up here as well. Like... Um, so we're very conscious of the fact that, yeah, these might be kind of classed as individual awards, but you wouldn't be here without 30 girls pushing you at home. Like, and, and that's the case in Saracens anyway. You know, they're pushing you every night of training. So um, we're very conscious of that fact. That's the great Hopper McGrath, of course, one of the great characters in the game and, of course, a great leader for you girls as well. Uh, take me back to the final then last year, 2-14 to 1-14 over Lockheed Shamrocks. I suppose you went into that game as favourites, whereas the year previously you were kind of stro- trying to stop out at the Ballock from doing their own double. So uh, do you go into a different headspace when you come in as the favourites from when you were the underdog the year previous? Yeah, it's it's a lot different, like... Um I suppose going into the Owlert match, you kind of felt less pressure. Do you know, you kind of felt as if, do you know, no one thinks we're going to win anyway, so we've nothing to lose. Whereas I suppose when you're coming in as favourites and trying to do the back-to-back, it does add a bit of pressure, but we try and not think about that. And the management are very good, in fairness, in dealing with that. And I think we've kind of matured a lot as a as a group. Um, like if, if we were going in as favourites maybe a few years ago, it could have affected us a lot more. But um, I think we're getting to that stage now as a group that we've been through these kind of matches so often um, in the past that, of course, yeah, there is extra pressure, but we've kind of learned how to deal with it and kind of not, I suppose, look into what people are saying outside of the group. And of course, it was a, a close encounter there as well. Your 1-5 really helped on the day. So uh, do you take personal pride when you're able to have such an impact on a massive final like that? Um, well, of course, it's, it's always nice when you can kind of help the team in, in, the, big, in the big matches, but... To be honest, I wouldn't care if if I had an absolute shocking match. As long as we won the final, to be honest, it wouldn't really matter. But of course, it it, it is a bit um, it's a bit extra special, I suppose, when you can when you can contribute. Um, I suppose that's what everyone's trying to do on the team is just to kind of I suppose do as much as they can um, for the team while they're while they're on the pitch. Um, so yeah, it is it is it is nice, but it doesn't really matter once we win the match. And then, of course, you know, the target is on your back then when you're going into, you know, that second final in a row. And, and Lucky Hill wouldn't, wouldn't have really been on many people's radars, I suppose, beforehand coming in. So uh, do you think that that kind of played into your mentality as well, that you just kind of had to get over the line here and, and get that victory? Yeah, I suppose um, kind of every time we go into any match, we kind of try and approach it that if we can get our own performance right, that we could... Like once we get our own performance right, that we 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 can come out on top. Um, 
so that's kind of always the way we've approached it but we obviously do a lot of work on other teams as well and Lockheel I know you're saying a lot of people wouldn't have they wouldn't have been on many people's radars but we've watched them um the last five six years against Schlock Neil in those um Ulster finals like I've gone up to a few of those matches myself and we knew just how good they were they're every bit they are every bit as good as Schlock Neil and they've proved that um after beating them um so we weren't under any illusions like but again as I said we always kind of just try and focus on ourselves um before we look into any opposition and tell us a bit about your club then. It's only about kind of 30 years old at that stage. It represents the parishes of Boulogne, uh, Newin and Woodlawn. So it's a small enough area and yet it must feel really, really satisfying when you can go back to back like that and not only prove to yourselves, but to the country as well that you are the best team in the land. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, it's a brilliant feeling. Like I suppose our club, it's it's really special. Um, and I think because it is small, it's a small area, Like I think that's why we do have success in a way is because we're so close to each other and, you know, there's not much else happening um, within the community. And, you know, we're just very lucky that we've got a great structure in place at the minute. Um, we've got a great committee, um, you know, the chairperson, secretary, treasurer, and then we've great management, a great management team um, as well. So kind of everything is, once you've a group of people, I suppose, all pulling in the same direction, all, I suppose, working towards the same goal it makes it a lot easier to to have the success that we're having at the minute and it's a club that's really been on the up in in previous years with underage titles as well as of course yourselves in the seniors so uh, you obviously burst onto the scene yourself quite young I think it was 16 but even then you're you're taking home the trophy and all these all-star awards so you're the person that's inspiring that next generation do you feel that that adds an extra pressure to your game then um I wouldn't see it as pressure I'd see it as a privilege I suppose to you know seeing the younger girls in the club and stuff and see how interested they have become in Camogie and I suppose you're kind of just trying to help them along and long after we retired that's what's going to be leading the club into more success hopefully so no I wouldn't really see it as pressure it's more kind of it's a nice thing to be able to do I suppose um, you know to have success in the club and, and see how we can kind of benefit the younger ones coming through and the next generation. And the age profile of the senior team is actually quite remarkable as well. I think there's only about two players who are over 30 or are going to be involved this year. So uh, some would look at that and say ah, there might be an experience gap there. But of course, all you youngsters, like you already have that experience with, you know, three finals in four years. And uh, is it important that a, a team grows together and kind of keeps that age profile to a, a minimum if they can? Yeah, definitely. Um, if you're looking there, like Neve and Tara Kinney are our oldest players and they're both only turned 30 this year, do you know? So it's, and then I suppose the important thing is like, is you have a core group of players, but that you can kind of keep adding maybe one or two every year so that, you know, you're not kind of, I suppose, stuck with the same group of girls. Like people are pushing each other and we had Quiva Kelly there who was only turned 16 and she started in the All-Ireland final there in December. So there's kind of players coming every year for the last few years, which is brilliant. Um, as you said, like a lot of us might be kind of still classified as young, but we've been around the block for a nice while now with this team. Like we've been in six All-Ireland finals and won three. So, do you know, age kind of doesn't really matter. It's kind of more about the experience that we've built up over time. And do you approach games differently from when you were 16 to the age you are now? Um. Probably do in fairness. I think when you're younger, you're a bit more naive, um, and you're probably a bit more excited by the occasion more than the match. Like you know, I think you probably read into the occasion and the build up a bit more. Whereas now you kind of, you're not kind of, you know, it's not a novelty anymore. Like, and I think 
it kind of helps kind of keep your energy to um, more kind of focused on the match than the occasion. And I think that's kind of the, that's probably the main difference I see in myself anyway, that you kind of try not to get too excited anymore before a match. And do you find yourself kind of lecturing the 16 year olds on the panel now to kind of, this is my great wisdom, listen to me? <laughs> uh, I try not to do too much lecturing in fairness. The, the, the girls, the younger girls anyway, are, are they're very um, level-headed in fairness to them. Um, and they're probably coming into such a good environment that I don't think they even need to be told that at, the, at this stage. You know, like um, they're coming into a great environment where everyone is kind of level-headed when it comes to this sort of stuff. So they're kind of just, they slot right in, I think. And you kind of mentioned it there yourself. There is this kind of thing with youth where you kind of come in and you're you're a bit fearless. And like you say, naive is kind of one way of looking at it, but fearless is another way of looking at it. And it's something that's been mentioned with the Irish rugby team recently as well, that it is nice to have that bit of fearlessness and kind of let those players kind of be themselves at that age too. Definitely, yeah. And you can definitely see kind of the younger girls on the pitch, they kind of might do something or try something that you mightn't yourself because you might think about it too much mm-hmm. um so yeah there's definitely kind of you can play with a bit of freedom I think more when you're when you're a bit younger um and see the younger girls now as I, I said they're coming into a I suppose a winning team so they kind of don't know anything else other than I suppose the success that we've been having so it's it's brilliant like if they can just kind of keep those standards up like it'll, it'll go a long way you spoke to her own Ashling O'Reilly there, I think it was in the summer, um, where she went down to the pitch and stuff like that. And uh, you've spoken about being successful with the county titles in 2016 and 17, but I noticed you, you kind of seem to dwell on the one that you lost there in 2018. I think it was Ardrahan you, you guys uh, kind of lost out to there. But are you somebody that kind of keeps those failures in the back of your mind, saying this is what can happen if we let our standards slip? Or are you just always trying to focus on the positives? Yeah, I think you kind of have to keep them, keep the losses at the back of your head. Otherwise, you know, I don't think you learn anything. Like, I think we learned the amount that we learned after that defeat was was brilliant. Like, and it's the same with any of the all Ireland finals that we've lost. Um, we've learned something different from all of them, and we've taken that and improved on it and built on it. Um, so, of course, like I'd always stay looking forward, but at the same time, you kind of need to keep those in the back of your head because you need that bit of hurt sometimes to remember. I suppose what can happen if you're not at the top of your game and if you're not tuned in. And of course you're involved with, with Galway as well. Um, Galway will take on Cork in the first round of the Championship and it's it's going to be a repeat of the 2021 All-Ireland Final. I'm sure that's a happy memory for you scoring that winning goal. Yeah, geez, it's, it's a brilliant memory. It kind of seems seems a while ago now after I suppose losing last year and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely something I suppose you'll probably look back on more um, when you're retired and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah, Jesus, brilliant day. Um, it, was, it was just a, an incredible feeling, I suppose, when it goes into the back of the net. Thank God. And of course, uh, Galway had a decent start to the championship last year. Four wins in the group stages and then you came up against Kilkenny and there was a, a nice draw to finish it off there. But do you think that draw played into your minds a little bit when you met Kilkenny later on down the line? Yeah, it's, it's hard to know. Like it's, it's, a, it's a difficult situation where you're playing playing them in the last group stage and then you're playing them again kind of soon away, enough yeah. afterwards. Mm. Um so yeah, it's hard to know if how much of an impact that had. But um, so with Kilkenny were just better than I was on the day in that All Ireland semi final. Um, and again, as I said, probably just trying to learn from that defeat and see how we can improve um, for this year going forward. And there is kind of this big three in Camogie at the minute: yourselves, Cork, and 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 Kilkenny. Do you keep a focus on what those guys are doing during the league campaign? Do you do you kind of keep a close eye on them, or is it all about Galway right now? Um, I suppose you'd you'd kind of always be you might be kind of keeping up to date with um, the rest of the teams. Um, 
and not just Cork and Kilkenny now there's I think above all years going this is going to be a very um, competitive championship there's kind of a few teams that are emerging um, really strongly in the league this year but um, I suppose this time of year you're probably trying to probably trying to get your get your own house in order really um, so yeah of course you keep an eye on, on the other teams but you're trying to I suppose get yourself right as well at the same time and listen, just to, to finish off there, in recent weeks we've seen the likes of Thomas McCartan's put forward a motion to get rid of the Scort. I think 82% of their members wanted to go back to, to Schwartz and we've seen other teams recently move away from white bottoms and uh, we've seen the, the kind of the backlash against the uh, the senior, uh, the Intercounty Camogie All-Stars uh, trip away. Uh, do you think that there is a chance for, for women athletes to kind of be heard now because a couple of years ago these kind of issues might have seen as, as trivial and kind of just thrown into the back of the paper but do you think that women are being listened to now in the sport? Yeah, um, you're right. Yeah, I suppose a few years ago it might just be not even like a debate mightn't even begin um, about these issues. But I suppose it's kind of frustrating in a way that these things are happening because female players are forced to kind of, I suppose, use their voice and stuff to fight these issues instead of maybe focusing on the on-field um, matters. But yeah, definitely being heard more. But at the same time, you think about it, if, if we were being heard, you'd imagine these issues shouldn't be cropping up then, you know, the organisations that actually cause these issues should be listening to their players. Um, so in one way, yes, but in another, I think there's still a long way to go before, I suppose, your your voice is actually properly heard. And that's why I suppose an event like tonight is so important because it, it kind of gets your name out there. It kind of puts your name up in lights and then it's a sad state of affairs, I suppose. But once people know who you are, they're more willing to listen to you as well. And that kind of gives your, your voice that bit more of a step when you do have kind of events like tonight. Yeah, you're right. And I suppose these sort of events, they just really help promote um, women in sport again. And as you said, I suppose if you can use use that platform then in, in a positive way to bring about change, then um, it, it's brilliant. And finally, of course, you're back-to-back champions and I'm sure it's 2023 and 2024. I think it's it's definitely your guys' ambition to try and get to that three in a row. Um, be at the back of our heads, but to be honest, um, we're just focused on the Galway Championship. It's 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 a real kind of uh, dog-eat-dog championship. Like we only won the county final by two points there last year so we're under no illusions that um, we've, a, we've a long road to go before we're back um, in an All-Ireland series um, please God and that's that's with everything going well so we'll focus on the Galway Championship before we, we look towards that The Club Championship Show on OTB in partnership with AIB proud sponsors of the Football Hurling and Camogie All-Ireland Club Championships Hashtag The Toughest